Well, hello, Paul from Maxwell Park. Uh, how you doing? Not too bad. Are you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. See, we're on, we're on camera today, and I'm now slightly annoyed because I put on a shirt because yeah. on camera. Got look, and then suddenly I've come in, and, <laughs> and where's this suit come from? Out of space. It is something, <laughs> something special. Well, I'm dressed for stage, so I wouldn't normally walk down the street like this. But it, it, it's a very dapper suit. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it, it's kind of just spellbound me when you first came down the stairs. I was like, oh. That's, yeah, it's a, it's a peeling. Thank you. It's, well, yeah, hopefully it doesn't start peeling on, yes. on stage due to the heat of the Wedgwood rooms. It, do, yeah, it does get quite hot here. So, I kind of, my first question was going to be, before I, when I saw the suit, I was just like, hmm, mesmerised, was to get out of an interview with me was quite hard to go for eye surgery, wasn't it? Well, It was know, quite a big step to take. <laughs> I've, I've tried to pull some tricks in my time, but that one was the, the biggest one yet. Yeah, I've just got even going, oh yeah, sorry, they've got to cancel the gig tonight and the interview, because Paul's going for eye surgery. I was like, okay, it's just one way, I didn't think I was that bad. No, it was, uh, it was unexpected. Yeah, how, how are you after that? Was it... uh, I'm okay. Um, I'm still waiting to find out whether the operation's been a success. Um, but my, it's my, my right eye, and hopefully they'll give me the all clear, but at the moment I've kind of recovered from the surgery, but I'm not sure whether my eye is good or Oh, that's yeah. That's never do good news. No, I'll see. I'll, I'll wait and see. It's a, it's pending. To be fair, that that does the ultimate question. Would you rather lose your sight or your hearing? And I'm guessing I could tell your answer because of being a musician. <laughs> well, it, that's that's too difficult. I wouldn't wouldn't like to be given that that kind of choice. But you see, I, without music, I think my life would be a lot less rich. But also, I, I like looking at things yeah. as we all do, and. Um, yeah, I used to <laughs> see a suit. This is it. <laughs> People say I might have looked like I've got dressed in the dark. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Right, well, let's go on to some actual questions, shall we? Why not? This is supposed to be different. It's supposed to be for Let's get pro, let's get professional. Yeah, right. professional. <laughs> professional stance. Everything. So, did you have a good Easter? I did, yes. I had a One Direction egg. Oh, who got you that? My mother. Um, yes, that kind of yes. She that. thought it would be funny, and she was she was right. I did have a little a little titter at, at the um, at the, the breakfast bar. Was it any good? No, it was uh, it was underwhelming. Good. It was really small inside, and it, it, it I couldn't understand. So that that could sum up most of One Direction. Well, that's it's not for me to say. <laughs> what, what I can confirm is that the the, the egg was a rip off. Good. Although it may have been 75p, so fair enough. That's just still a rip-off. Just had a big box. <laughs> still a rip-off though. Yeah, well, you know, you said it. Yeah, well that, does, <laughs> that, that goes to my next question now. Does your, does your mum still get your research? Because I still get them, even at 25. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think... High five to that. I hope it never... never <laughs> I do like that. Keeps It's the gift that keeps on giving mums at, at uh, Easter time. <laughs> that's what you want, that's what you really, really want. That's a bit of spice cuts, eh? Yeah, well, we'll, sure, we'll, we'll avoid that. I'm sure they did some <laughs> eggs in their time as well, so I, I, I hope theirs were, were higher quality. Yeah. <laughs> right, it was Record Day on Saturday. Yeah. And you guys released a special EP, didn't you? Yes. So I'm hoping that you have a strong belief in Record Store Day. Yeah, Good. absolutely. Well, there's kind of this, there's always two sides to every story, and over the last couple of years, as, as Record Store has grown and grown, you end up with quite a few releases that you think, oh, well, they're not very good. But, you know, that's music. It's down to different people's tastes. Yeah. But I've also heard, you know, kind of some of the smaller labels who maybe aren't involved or are involved in Record Store Day can't get their stuff pressed because the plants are just overwhelmed by 
lots of big labels kind of paying them more money to do their yeah, so do kind of stuff, which is really unfortunate. But at the same time, I think the, I'm an overwhelmingly positive person about the day because it celebrates a independent music on the whole, b record shops that are independent as well that are struggling to survive in today's economic climate, and the fact that people don't really buy records physically no. as much as they used to by a long stretch. Um, and third, you know, it, it, it kind of, I think you, you, you need a kind of physical presence on, on the kind of high streets because if people don't see music on the high street or, or in, in a shopping area, it becomes less and less valued, it becomes less and less visible and before you know it, it's just this kind of thing that, you know, oh yeah, there's a few nutters online who buy vinyl or mm. buy physical copies of things and care about the artwork. Well, it'll just become this kind of more and more just a disposable thing. Whereas I care about music a lot. I make my living off it, obviously, yeah. as well. Um, and you know, I like seeing a, a shop on the street. It'll make people think, oh yeah, music is a, is a, is something that I could get as well as a computer game or as well as a you know a designer suit or whatever. Yeah. It's just you know, it's it's about variety really. And if you just have something selling mainstream stuff. And you may not even have a music shop on the high street, as some of the bigger brands have found out. It's tough yeah. on on the high street. Then you know, record store day is a big positive thing because the people in my area in Newcastle, I've spoken to the, the people who run the shops, and they say we make more out of this day than the rest of the day, the year combined, and it helps us keep going. Surviving. Yeah, and it helps, and so then we can get that weird record that you ordered in. Yeah, you can do a lot of it online, but I feel like. The physical world is important. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm a strong believer in like the whole physical copy anyway, and like the artwork and everything. Because oh, yeah. it's not just the music. I mean, if you get an MP3, you chuck it on your computer, whatever, and you just, yeah, just listen to it. But you've got the artwork, you've got the, the lyrics and stuff. Because I'm always one of those real losers that sits there and reads all the lyrics and oh, yeah, me too. reads all the thank yous. And like, oh, you wrote this month, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the way it is with us, and we put so much into it that to not have it there offer it to be devalued in some way you think that's it's such a shame because it, it enhances me as a listener you know you, you're not just doing it to yeah to it's a kind of egocentric thing you want to enhance the whole experience so when I listen to some of my favorite records if I'm on my iPod going around America or something I think of the the artwork and I think of you know I've already probably read the lyrics a few times and they've got stuck in my head and it, it, the whole thing is enhanced it becomes more three-dimensional experience yeah and that's you know it, it, it's it's something that i feel strongly about and you know uh, when you see our artwork it's been kind of sourced by an artist and we've all had input into it i type out the lyrics and you know get them put into a, a font that's exactly the, the one that i want if it's not my handwritten lyrics which it sometimes is and yeah. you know you change it with each each release and it's part of the fun of putting a record out and like the, the latest album sleeve is an old rave flyer from like 1992 or something yeah. and an artist that we know called Matt Stokes in Newcastle he kind of does archive subcultural based art and I'd seen some of his work in a, in a gallery and we just approached him and all of a sudden you're working with this guy that you've seen and making something totally new that's got a bit of his vision in and a little bit of your kind of direction in and you create something new and yeah. that's what the whole I mean this is the whole thing making music is a creative act it's a it's exciting to create something you know whether it's a, a flan in your kitchen or it's a, it's a CD that you make and yeah. give to your mates 
you know, making music in a pub or playing to a stadium full of people, it's a, it's a really exciting experience to be able to do that. So it, artwork, the whole package, you know, it doesn't have to be something that's just selling, selling a product. It can be more than that, I think. It's really nice to hear the passion. I, I like the fact that it's not just the music, everything combined to make the experience. Yeah, I, I mean, that's why, that's why I'm dressed up in a daft suit, because yeah. hopefully when people come to the concert tonight, they'll remember it for as long as possible, and they'll see a show as well as the music, and the music's the main thing. You know, I'm doing, doing my best to enhance it yeah. as much as I possibly can with my, my boring, boring <laughs> self. And, in, yeah. and, and making that a bigger thing, you know, making my gestures bigger, trying to give something to the back of the room as well as the front, and create an experience. Yeah, an experience rather than just something that's a, that's one-dimensional, something that is just t churned out. Because a lot of a lot of CDs that you'll see in the shops or whatever, one of the reasons why the music industry is on its knees a bit is because it's, it shoves rubbish down people's throats as well as good stuff and which is hidden in the background yeah and you've got to sort the, sort the wheat from the chaff and it's the same when you go to see a live band do they care you might see somebody intense who hardly move but uh, you can tell that there's a crackle and an emotion in the in the performance or if it's all synchronised yeah or, or if it's somebody saying the same thing that they said the, the night before on stage because they know it gets a reaction the same joke this, you know every night on our tour is different and we change the songs up and we try and, you know, I try and talk to the audience and sometimes I'm an incoherent <laughs> person because I'm running around, but yeah. you're, trying to, you're trying to connect with people and it's, the whole thing is, is, you know, whether it's artwork, the music or your performance, for, for our band anyway, it's about connection and it, it reflects the, the things that the songs are about. They're about something, they're about emotions and that emotion might be something kind of funny or witty or it could be something really melancholy and yes. serious but it's it, you know it, you have to try and get that across to people and that's the kind of the, the, the job of it I suppose. See there's, there's one question I've always, I always like asking bands and that is if you had to introduce yourself to someone that had never heard Maximo Par before what five tracks would you say they had to listen to to get an idea a concept of what you guys are about? Um, well it's, it's funny because our albums are, are always like that. We can we just can't stick to one thing. So our albums, on the new album, you know, you've got something like Brain Cells, which is a new direction for us, but at the same time, kind of maintains the sort of essence. Sort of, yes, the essence of the band is there. Um, but you, then you've got something like Lydia the Ink Will Never Dry, which reminds me of stuff like Books from Boxes that we've done, kind of picked guitar and kind of organ sounds and. It has a yeah, it has a, a distinguishable quality, and then there's punky songs like "Her Name Was Audrey" off the record. So that, it, and then there's "Leave This Island," which is the more sort of synthy side of the band. Mm. Um, and again, you've got something like "Midnight on the Hill," which is almost like a Tom Petty song. It's just straight down the middle of the road. It's like cruising down the highway kind of a song. And they're, they're all different facets of the band. You could go on each of our records, I think, and say the same thing. You know people tried to peg us as a post-punk band on our first record and you know you've got Going Missing which to me sounds like a kind of sort of sludgy like an American alternative rock kind yeah. of thing and it's it's like the Breeders or Dinosaur Junior but it's got me singing on it so it doesn't really sound like that <laughs> um, no. and next to something that is kind of more angular and kind of punky next to something like Acrobat which is melancholy and and reflective and a spoken word on it so I think you could probably just take 
each of our albums and just pick five random songs <laughs> off each of them and they will probably show you a lot of, don't pick them in order because that's not how we do it <laughs> but maybe pick every, every, every second track on a, on a record you might find something that expresses all these different things because we we just can't that's one of the reasons why we call the new album too much information because we can't really decide what kind of a band we are we just know that it's pop music somewhere underneath it yeah. sometimes it's rock Sometimes it's kind of synthy, but it's, it's what happens when you all got when you all get into a room. That's what happens. Yeah, and it's just that close. is your sound. Yeah, that's the perfect way to be. Hopefully, yeah. Also, another question which I've never asked before, but I've always wanted to, and that is, if you were me and I was you, what one question would you want to ask Maximo Park? Um, I'm, I'm struggling with this one because <laughs> um, I already know it all. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, <laughs> But pretend you don't. <laughs> pretend you're a novice like me. What makes you so amazing, Maxine? You know, you're just the best band ever, but nobody ever says it. No, <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, where'd you get your suit from or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't answer that question sensibly, I don't think. That's always good. <laughs> Most of my questions aren't serious anyway. That's good. Right. You dance around on stage quite a lot, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if you were up for a bit of a dance-off. Three dance moves each, and then between us we can decide who's are the best. Um, if you're up for as it. long as we, we can do them while we're sat down. Because my I've just eaten my dinner and it might it I, might end up on the floor. I could do them sit down. Alright then. So uh, do you want to go first? Alright. So give me one dance move. We'll do one each and then we'll build up to the three. Um, let's do it. Let's do some uh, tap dancing. Tap dancing? Alright. Okay. I think you've got better shoes on for the for the tap dancing. <laughs> All right, let's let's try another one. <laughs> These are the, All right, this so is a subtlest dance off. Yeah, so that, that's your first one. Well, then my my opening dance move was going to be the bus driver. This is okay. a classic. You must know this one. You had a bus driver. I've, I've seen it. I think. See, that's that's a good move. That's a good move. That's 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 my opening dance move. That's my first one. I've already done that when I was describing our, our Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah, cruising down the highway. I'm just there. We go. I'm, I'm steady on the wheel. Sensible driver. Sensible driver. Gets that safe. Yeah. Right, dance move two for you then. What, what would you... Um, you got to step up from the tap dancing. Oh dear, I don't know. Um, the can-can. Okay. But again, the slowest can-can in the world is about control. <laughs> and you've got to pretend that you can hear that French music. In the <laughs> there you go. Right. I just think you can do that. I don't want to go straight with my, my killer move. Okay. The one that gets all the ladies. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to think now. All I've now got in my head is the YMCA, yeah, so I think I'm just going to have to go with that. Alright then. That's, that's, uh, that's terrible for a second move. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like uh, <laughs> more, more Farrah but with more, more, more gestures. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. It's still just the campus thing I've ever done on camera. There you go. Right, final dance move from you. Final dance move. Uh, I'm going to go for the, the Travolta. Oh yeah? Oh yes. Done it. Understated. <laughs> That's what all of my moves have been. My, 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 my last one kind of goes in that vein. Okay. I like to call it the sprinkler. This is a move me and my friends came up with after a fair few too many waters. Alright then. Which is uh, the sprinkler. Just one arm like that. Oh, yeah. kind, of the, kind of got the Travolta in there. And then you yeah. just... Wow. That's, <laughs> that is the sprinkler. <laughs> it's almost like the... Uh, well... The Justin Timberlake 
head pop, which I'm sure, which was done in the hip hop days, but he brought it back and he, he sort of, he sort of popped his head back like that, but with his hand, right, so right. it was really forceful. There you go. And uh, I was quite impressed by things like that because it was clearly ludicrous. All dance mu dance moves are, are quite ludicrous and stupid, yeah. but we enjoy doing them and we enjoy dancing, and it's a primal thing. And uh, I was quite happy to see that one come back because it was it's a bit of, it's a bit of fun. It's a yeah, it's a bit of fun. All right, well, thank you very much, Paul. It's thank been you. an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot. And I am, I am loving the suit. I, I genuinely am quite you. jealous. You'll see it again later. I know. I'm, I'm still upset that I... Oh, I, I dressed up. I've got I dressed up and uh, it really doesn't look like No, no. Uh, I haven't bought a hat. You know, I'm a stage... I'm, a, I'm dressed for stage. You, you're dressed for the streets. Yes, I'm dressed, I'm dressed for radio. Yeah. <laughs> Where I can hide my face easy enough. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a face for radio. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>